Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello there, people of the world who own computers, TVs, and other such things that play podcasts and the like. I'm an autistic guy and seem next to me with a slightly gu- not so slightly guilty conscience. Okay, a bit more guilty conscience. Is uh well you go on, you like to introduce yourself. It's the good old Scarface out of Somali John. Wild one bitches. Mashallah. Masatov. Thank you. You're welcome. You got a word right. Um Yeah, so there is a reason why we're about four days no, three days late. Yeah. Um yeah, um, I'll leave it to you to explain that. All I'm going to say is I only know a very small snippet of this because... I, I mean, I did t- I did tell you a little bit over the phone and before I could finish it off, you were like, this is an on-mic conversation. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Because it just didn't... In my head. I gave you a snippet. I was weird to the yeah. whole thing, but then you were like, no, on-mic. This has to be something that everyone hears, not just me. Yeah, because it was one of those things just... It sounded not out of the royal possibility, but it sounded weird. Yeah. Although, given where you live, that's it's not you know it's not out of the ordinary. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the floor is yours. Simply put, I was in my living room. I was chilling. It was about four or five in the morning. The intercom goes off. Now, just to clarify, I live in a block of flights. At... Flights. No flats. You said flights. My bad. Da 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 da. Yeah. I live in a block of flats. I mean, a block of flights, I would assume, go from Heathrow. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I live in a block of flats, and I live... I'm living with my family. So my mum, my dad, my two younger brothers, and my sister, right? So basically, when it was like four or five in the morning, my mother ended up answered up the intercom, and they basically said, it's the police. And she was like, well, what's going on? Are you going to arrest us or Rest one of us or something. So, oh no, can you just let us in? To be fair, to be fair, the police are just actually going to go to the people they're after and, you know, ring, 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 ring. Oh, hello, we're here to arrest you. Can you open the door? No. You know, so... No, that's... I know it's early, but you can't exactly... You can understand why they rang another. No, no, that's a fair point. Although you would have thought for a council estate, if it's... If it's privately owned, I can understand why not, but you'd expect on a council estate. And I understand there'll be... Don't get me wrong, the cops will abuse this, but I'm saying majority of them from, I'm saying for those who won't. Yeah. You'd think they'd have keys to just to the block, just to the situation like I, this. I, I think because they're worried about the bank coppers in general, they just don't do it, period. That's what I think. I can understand, but it just means your mum wouldn't get woken up at five, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like I said, it's just a thought. It's just a thought. No, 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 I get what you mean. I get what you mean, but I also understand the concern. 
but then is your block like is your block one of those blocks where it's, no one don't worry I was thinking, I was thinking of attack the block for some reason uh, yeah <laughs> yeah go on uh, so anyway so one, once like once my mother let them in it was like a herd of elephants ran through the fl- ran through the block like literally you had loads of people just running at one like, time Jumanji level yeah, like, as if like Dwayne the Rock Johnson was getting chased. Why? No, the only good Jumanji is the one with Robin Williams. So you don't want to smell what the Rock is cooking? No, but you I don't know what Carrie Gillan's cooking. You never checked into the Smackdown Hotel? Nope. Like I said, I don't know what Karen Gillan's cooking. She's good. I mean, she's lovely. I mean, she's a bit nice. I mean, let's just say she's lovely in short shorts. Kevin Hart is also short. Very, very short, short. <laughs> but, come on, let's just say, if you had the opportunity, you would. Yeah, but... You would. I would. I mean, it's Karen Gillan. I mean, although it's a, it's a weird thing how... Here's your question. If she, wasn't, if she wasn't essentially a prostitute in Doctor Who, do you really think she'd have become a sex symbol? Over time? No. Uh, and I'm not saying that to be... No, no. Do, 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 do you know what it is with Karen Gillan? The best way to describe it is the Julia Roberts effect. Go on. Basically, Julia Roberts... Is this became, a real thing or is this what you... Made? No, no, it's a real thing. It's like where Julia Roberts was like... She became a sex symbol like Erin Brockovich because she was playing like a hooker. And that's kind of how it happened for her. So the one character sort of defined her. Same yeah, type cast. To, to an extent, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's the same thing with uh, Karen Gillan. Well, she is always put in, like, really... I'm not going to say skimpy, but she's very revealing clothing. When I, when I say typecast, it's not so much by us, it's more by her uh, directors, you no, know what I mean? of course. Yeah. But like I said, I mean... Yeah. She's a, I mean, she's nice. Yeah. But, sure. Anyway. But, um... So, so, uh, uh, I'm just uh, saying, if the opportunity was there, I'd take it. No, sure, I get it. I think most men would, to be honest. I can't disagree, but please continue. Uh, so anyway, so once we let a bunch of people in, it was oh, like... Just, you just imagine it. You could just just imagine it. They're just, oh, Bahagis. I mean, come on, get Bahagis. 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 Oh, I just shortbread. No, no, she'd be like, Haggis, Haggis, Iron Brew. <laughs> oh, I've got Iron Brew all over me. She's like, give me your Iron Brew. Give me your iron blue as I cut, as I cut. Give me your iron blue. Oh, God, sorry. Oh, God. I'm sorry, that was, uh, that was really, oh, God. We are horrible people. <laughs> We're not really horrible people. We're just people with fucked up heads. Pretty much, yeah. See, this is, this is what comedy has done to us. It's desensitised to normal shit. No, it's just got to a point where we can basically just say shit and it's, we find basically find funny shit funny. That's true, yeah. You can imagine, can imagine people, different, what different people would say in different places. Yeah. In America, it'd be, oh, get your rifle out. I can't do, I can't do, an Austri- I can't do an American accent. Obviously, you can't. You're not an American. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeehaw. I can't do it. I, 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 I'm not that good of accents. Yeah. You need to, you need to like if you if you're gonna do like a like a, like a Texas or Tennessee sort of cow for 
you have to feel the urge to ride someone. You're like, yeah, ha! No, I can't do it. But anyway, your story. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, this is, so anyway, so once we opened the door, it was like you had like a SWAT team just run into the block of flats. Like full combat gear and everything. Like, like full combat to a T. So, that, so you had a bunch of people running out of time and forensics be outside, outside on one side, right? I assume the forensics weren't in combat gear. No, obviously not. They were in suits and all So they literally running. I could hear police, something, something, and then the door so get bashed you, in. So what, you, were you able to like put a cup up to the thing? Or so they got here, we'll tell you next door. No, I could just hear it for the most part. And then I heard it, like before I could hear the sentence be finished, I heard a door get bashed in. So, I've always wondered this. If they break a door down, obviously you can't just leave a person's dwelling... No, sure, yeah. Unsecured, because yeah. you know, personal possessions and everything. Yeah. I mean, if you're arresting someone, you're arresting someone. But obviously, what if they... I mean, their possessions are their possessions. Yeah, I mean, I mean, from why I, I asked what one... I, I asked one of the neighbours what it happened to, where they said, flat out, one of the people came back later on in the day and fixed the door. Apparently, they, apparently, apparently it has something to do with the police or something. At least in the UK, like, I don't know if it was like a yeah. met, a met thing or a UK thing. I'm still trying to figure that one out. But so what happened? So okay, I don't know. But so at least they're not so, leaving. At least they're not just leaving. Like that. yeah, we're like a person came back and fixed the door on like. Okay, so there's some consideration. Yeah. By the way. So once it happened, it was it was a it was crazy shit. Like I could hear screaming, I could hear crying, and then for a few hours it was like one of my younger brothers was going to school later on, so he basically woke up much earlier just to see what all the commotion was about. And then eventually it was like on one side you could see the forensics inspecting stuff, and they actually did find some drugs. They they had some in the gardens and cocaine in the motorcycle as well. It was cocaine. So did you say in a motorcycle? The, there was a motorcycle parked outside and they found it in there. Wow. And it was cocaine. So the police really cleaned up afterwards? Oh, no, they did, yeah. What, you mean? <laughs> but um, yeah. You know? Yeah. We're going to clean up, but you know, just before we clean up, let's clean up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, it was like that. So eventually, after that, they ended up... Um, let's just say it was like a clown car type of situation. Like the moment I turned around, there's a one side they're doing forensics and the other side, there was like a police van. So you knew they were going to arrest people or if anyone's going to get arrested, they're going to come out the outside. So once I saw people, there's one way out or no, there's two ways out, but one of the ways was forensics and the other side was just, we're going to nick people. Oh, I see. So they're trying to block people out before they so either way, they, they weren't going to get out. It, it was kind of irrefutable. Either way, they were screwed. Yeah, so it was like 20 out of 30 people. It was best, best way to describe to people, it was like a, I'll, I'll call it a semi-narcos, but almost top boy-like situation. Sorry, semi-narcos. Semi-narcos, but almost top boy. That's the best way to describe it. What I mean? If you've watched top boy and you watch narcos, you know what I mean when I say that. Wow. But anyway, you had about 25 people get arrested. It was crazy. Like, it was literally like, I saw like three people get arrested. I was like, okay, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, five people, then seven people, and then nine people. And I'm like, how many people get arrested at a time? 
being dragged out as or as, as we like to call the East End the paddy wagon. I've never understood. I've never understood all that slang. It, it's kind of yeah. I mean, Cockney Cockney slang is kind of an interesting one. The paddy wagon. Like, to be fair, didn't they all get killed off when Big Ben stopped? No, you no. <laughs> Don't you have to be? Don't you have to be? Um, isn't the Connolly somebody who's born within Big Bell, Big Ben's? No, no, no. It oh no, that's Bow Bells. No, no, sorry, sorry. Bow Bells. Not, 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 not Big Ben. Like, no, no, no. I apologise. I apologise to any Cockneys. Yeah. Oh, please don't tell Danny Dyer. I really just don't want. It. I don't want him to go mental at me. Be fair though, Cock- like Danny Dyer's got Cockney accent, and he's a West Ham fan, but. There's a part of me that questions if he really is a Cockney or if he's just an Exit Sky playing up. What? Uh, no, I don't know. If well, he, was he born in? Was no, he born in? No, no, that's what I'm wondering. With Danny Dyer, I don't know if he really is a Cockney okay. or on. or if okay. he's an Exit Sky just playing up. I okay. don't know. Hold on. Okay, Google. Is Danny Dyer a Cockney? Who's born in Canning Town? Sorry, I don't know if you can hear that. According to IMDB, he was born in Canning Town, so I don't know what that I don't know what that says. Canning Town. I mean that, that that is interesting. I'm not saying yeah or nay, I'm just saying that's what he says. Yeah. We'll talk about that one later on. But oh, uh, yeah. but, but anyway, as it was all said and done, once the people were getting dragged out, there was one of them who, who basically ran out. Like, like, literally, and was getting chased by the police. And it turned into, like, a Benny Hill sketch of sorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you might as well. Like, one of them was, like, like, I saw one of them running one way. And I'm like, okay. Like, like I knew the person who's running one way. And then, then five seconds later, I was running the other way. And I'm like, this is getting fucking ridiculous. And it was, like, back and forth, back and forth. Like literally, you could you could literally hear the Benny Hill theme running around in my head. I'm like, do 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 Yeah, and literally, like trying to get away. Eventually, they did get arrested, and they did clear up. But I couldn't show up here for hours, like because let's be honest, if I walked outside, the amount of people who got arrested, it was in more than one flat. So that's why I was like, I I couldn't just leave. Let's. Because I, I yeah. knew I knew if I left, I would get suspected, even though I had nothing to do with it. It's one of those people where you just, in a situation like this, sorry to say it, but you would have been, yeah, they would have just gone for him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I tried calling frantically just because I, I worry. I worry sometimes. I'm just like, what happened? I, I didn't answer you right away because I didn't know what I was going to say to you. No, I know. I'm just saying. So it was it was only after I knew what to say to you, I called you and I knew what happened. I can actually give you an explanation. But otherwise, it, it, it was like, until then, I'm like, I'm still trying to digest everything that fucking happened. Holy shit. And remember, these some of the people who got arrested were people... You knew. ...that lived in my block. It was just kind of strange. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But still. Um, but yeah, that's why we're a little bit late. Yeah. Basically, it was a crime scene temporarily, and I was trying to draw the least amount of attention I could possibly can. I had nothing to do with it, nor do I want anything to do with it. So I just kept to myself for a few days and then came over here when the time was right. At the same time, it still was a show. 
But you still watch the show from the back from the sort of the background. That's true, yeah. It was definitely an interesting situation. A very interesting situation. Alright, so should... anyway, so what is today so anyway, before we go, so what is today's topic? Today it's a subject that I think deep down we both have wanted to talk about and we're finally gonna do it. Oh god. Is it? It's gonna be BLM aka Black Lives Matter. The communist organization. I'm not gonna say that, you are. But before we do, I'll say, here's how we're gonna approach this, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the format. I'm gonna say one thing beforehand, and then the rest of it is gonna be Man. you 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 saying your gripes with BLM and I'm gonna counteract you, okay? With BLM. BLM. You said BLM. There you go. With BLM. Yeah. Alright. And then you'll counter and and then I'll counteract you, alright? Yeah. That's how it works. Well, but but it's retort. But, but yeah, retort, yeah. There, there's one thing I feel like I should say beforehand, because one of the things on the right that is very commonly done, and I think you know this as well as I do. Just for clarity, I'm not I know what you're gonna say, and I'm not I'm not in this camp. No, no, I'm not saying you, but I'm talking... Oh, no, 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 I just want to make it very clear. I know what you're going to say, and I'm not in that yeah. camp. I'm not, I am not in that camp. No, no, I know. I'm talking general. No, I'm saying for the listeners. In a, in a general, because like, some of our listeners are liberals, and some of them are conservatives, but no, we'll no, put I'm, it on the table. No, well, I'm just yeah. saying for the sake of the listeners, I'm just saying, and you can attest to this, I'm not in the camp of what you're going to say. Exactly, yeah. But, but one of the things that people will do is they will say, okay, when it comes to BLM... They'll, they'll say the organisation and the message are the same thing. It's not. And the reason why it's not, because the organisation did not exist... Well, what's at happened so- is it's become synonymous. Yeah. It's because it's, become, it's, it's, it's association. It's like how when you think of the Pope, you think paedophilia. That's true, yeah. Or when, you, or when you think of Jimmy Savile, you think, how the fuck did they get away, how the fuck did they get away with it? Well, somebody knowing. That's true. Fair question. <laughs> that is and, you think, and when you think of Harvey Weinstein, you think of rape. Yeah, well, to be fair, you think Miramax and then you think rape. <laughs> but he had Miramax. He owned Miramax, yeah. Like, he owned one of the most famous movie studios in the world. So he's, the, he's, part, he's got the studio that released... Oh, shit, he was that... Oh! Spy Kids! That was a Harvey Weinstein production. Ugh! Ugh! I'll give you a moment to destroy your childhood. My apologies. Oh, oh. I'll give you a moment. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. that, that is someone's childhood being destroyed before their very eyes. Oh, my God. You all right there? I, he just... He, he financed it, yeah. <laughs> it's times like it's times like this you really I, I really miss being a child and just naive to the point where it was just hey it's a good film I'm going to enjoy it yeah now you know who came up with it and how it came about enjoy he's oh. one of your own he's one of your own Harvey Weinstein he's one of your own <laughs> Just to clarify, he just to clarify, he means Jew. Yeah, he's not saying I'm a rapist. No, no. Oh God. Oh God, no, I'm never going to see Spy Kids the same way again. 
No. You'll be thinking, well, if they grow a little older, Harvey will chat them up. <laughs> so hold on a minute. Did he? Did he? That, that brings up a question. Did he finance the um, that the shitty Netflix one? Which one? Did he do that Sharp Boy Lava Girl thing? So, oh, God, he fired Sharp Boy Lava Girl. He might have, yeah. Oh, my God. Harvey Weinstein's reach in Hollywood was so deep, you got to understand that. No, I know. Some of the biggest movies just... ever, he financed. you got to understand, Miramax finance. No, I know, but just... So... Sorry about this. It's just, it's just that sort of thing. It's that... Go on. Yep, yeah, it, it was distributed through Miramax. You poor sod. Oh. Oh, lava girl. Oh. That's the Sanderson's childhood being ruined. <laughs> How many of these? Sorry, I, 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 I'm having a... No, it's okay. Ha- have your moment. It's cool. He, he's actually speechless, ladies and gentlemen. He's generally speechless. Like, obviously you're not in the room, but I'm looking at him right now. He actually doesn't know what to say. I didn't expect, I didn't expect this to be a... Harvey, Harvey Weinstein's reach was so huge. Like, there's a lot of movies out there that you probably like that he ended up either financing or influenced. Hold on, let's go to... I'm just going to... That's why it was a big deal when he actually got done. That's why it was a big deal. Okay, so do you want the list? I mean... Oh, no! It's more for you than it is for me. I already know most of the list. I think for you, it's a culture shock. Go on, then. What bothers you? Go ahead. Tom and Jerry, the movie. Yeah. As in the one from years ago. Yeah. Go on. What's the movies you care about? Yeah, that's what I'm looking through. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm just going through them. Go on. What else? Yeah, I'm trying to find you. Um. Would you believe that Paramount Pictures owns a 49% stake in it? I know, yeah, they do. This is... Okay, catalogue. Go What else? I'm going to regret this, aren't I? Yeah, I, I know. I know you're going to regret it because it's going to ruin, like, your memory of certain movies. Oh, God. You've got this moment to just take in what's happened. Let's do the final ones first. Yeah. So, Sharp Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah. Oh, they did. The, he did the Asterix films. He did, yeah. Oh, and they're enchanted. Yeah. This. You can hear it in his voice right now. He's dying oh. a little bit inside. I don't care about Pokemon. Pokemon, I don't give a shit, give a shit about yeah. that. Yeah. Did all three Spike Kids films? He did, yeah. 
Part of me wants to give you a hug, but part of me just wants to laugh because I'm like, I can't believe you. I don't, you don't know this already. I think I did. I just don't. I just forgot. Yeah. How the? You poor man. <laughs> God. Let's see what else. I really just did a tangent, but it's a pretty big tangent. Oh yeah, but it's important. Forward. I'm just looking through it for anything that's. Oh, we did Bad Santa too. Yeah. Huh. Oh. Uh, what else? He made Pride of Bridges. Yeah, I know, yeah. Oh, he's responsible for Bridget Jones. Oh! Bridget Jones! <laughs> I never saw them all the way through. We just basically when Renel Zellweger had a face on straight. Ah! Me, I, I, Mrs. Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones. Yeah. Oh. I told you he had a huge influence in Hollywood. You have to understand that. I know, but just. But like, you're realizing how deep it goes. As a friend, I'll give you a hug, but as a human being, I also have to laugh. So I'm I'm gonna do this. Here you go. This is me hugging you. Oh, there you are. And this is me being the human being. Go. <laughs> no one get it. Yeah, I have to do it. I have to do it. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Oh God. My apologies if it bursted your eardrums. That's so bad. Yeah. Just, oh. I'm never going to live with that again. I'm, I'm never going to look at them the same way again. How can you? Oh, Alexa. Alexa Bader. How did you... Careful, you'll trigger the Amazon thing. Did you, really, did you know she actually ended up getting married to the kid, to one of the guys from Big Time Rush? I know, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's. Oh, what, I mean, yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I, fuck oh, just, oh, that's what. What was I saying? Oh yeah, that's BLM. right. So, oh god. Uh, so, yeah. So we offered that. Yeah. So just after you, you know, after my childhood got randomly destroyed. Yeah. Oh god. I was. I said. Oh, that's right. Uh, one of the things that I think people on the right do is they try to say that BLM. The organization is the same as the message, and it's not for one simple reason. But just to make it clear, we're talking about the organization here, not you, the, the, three the, the organization. The organization. The organization. Yeah. Yeah. And Once re- the organization needs to get organized. But I'm. I mean, I mean, I'll say to you now: the reason why it's not the same is only for one reason. Why is it? Because they did not exist at the same time as the message. So you cannot look at it the same way. 
but they've taken it and made it no, so, I mean, so you, I mean, you can adopt something, but that doesn't mean it's the same thing. Oh, I never said it is. No, no, but I'm, uh, obviously we're talking in a general sense. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 I know, okay. Like, yeah. we're talking in a general sense. No, fair enough. But the bottom line is, one thing on the right they'll do is they'll try and make it the same thing, even though it's not. I Like, it's one thing when you say the message. Like, for example, someone like me, I'll be honest, and I know this is going to surprise some people, I'm actually not for BLM the organisation. I'm for the message, but not the organisation. Really? Yeah. Genuinely surprised. And the reason why is only for one reason, one reason only. It's because BLM, the organization, take donations, but they don't tell you what they're going to do with the this money. It's true. There is no transparency. It's one very, it's one very selective for charities. It, exactly. That's why, I look, that's why I look at it from the respect to where I go. If, if you're going to be like, I'm going to make sure the money goes to the black community, at least tell me what you're going to do with the I mean, money. You know what? We know where it went. It went to the person who ran it. She took 124 million and about four houses, about four mansions. We know where it went. She stole it. The, that, that's she's the problem. She basically grifted it. I mean, don't get me wrong. You've got to admire the grift. But... To be fair, you know, I, I never actually told you the story. I mean, not admire it, but you know Yeah, what? yeah, no. Nah. But to be fair, I never actually told you the story, but I'll tell you this one time. Hold on. I actually met somebody who was involved with BLM UK one time. And it was a very... So it, how, how big is... How, so, before, I, I, was this before the murder of the criminal or after? Really? You're going to play that card? Really? I said murder. Yeah, but really? He wasn't a criminal when he died. That's all I'm going to say. He held the gun to a pregnant lady. Yeah, but at the same time, though, by your logic, then you're going to have to hold Nelson Mandela to that same account too. So if you want to play that card... Look, I'm not... Look, I'm, well, look, look. Yeah, no, I'm saying to you, by your logic, if you're going to hold people to account for having criminal past... Give Nelson Mandela no, hold, a, hold a gun to a pregnant lady. That's not the point, though. Yes, it is. No, 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 no. You're picking and choosing the crime. The point of the matter is, if you're going to be that guy, you better be consistent. And no, the, okay, no, I'll return my point. No, you're right. I'll return my point. That's what I mean. No, I'll return my point. No, you're right. You're right. No, fair point. I'll return my point. I mean, I'll clarify for the for the listeners what my point actually is. Yes. The, the point is, when people have criminal past, at the end of the day, just because like, if they serve their time, just because they have criminal past, doesn't mean in the moment that they weren't wronged at the time of the incident. And if you're just like, I'm going to talk about their past, the guy served his time. Um, Voldemort. Voldemort, too. I'm not. Talk- I'm not defending everything he does, but I'm just saying there are. He has served. He is. He was. Ba- he has basically served for many occasions. It, it, but I will say with Voldemort, he's a very unique case. Wait, Just for clarity, you know who I mean, right? No, no, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, no, I, I know who you're no, talking about. Clarify, yeah. No, no, with Voldemort. But the difference is, like, at least with George Floyd, you can at least say, you know what, he, there was parts of it where he's like, you know what, he he changes life a little bit. With Voldemort, he he basically went to prison for a certain thing. And came out and did the same thing. I'm not referring to that. I'm talking about his history being used against him. That is true. But the problem... But what I'm trying to say, the problem is... With what I'm Bol- saying is he left the UDL. No, 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 no. Not, and this isn't... And again, I'm not defending anything. I'm just saying there's a point. No, no. He left the UDL. And every single time you see a news story about him, they go, the ex-UDL leader. No, no. no I, I get what you mean to an extent. But the issue is with Voldemort is one simple thing is the fact that he doesn't help himself 
by the fact that even though you can in theory separate him because he left the EDL, he still does the same shit. That's, I'm not saying he doesn't. But it goes without saying. No, I'm not saying he doesn't. No, 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 but you know what I mean. So yeah. it's like, it's like so you're it, saying it's basically repeat. Yeah, okay. No, a, you're saying it's one rinse and repeat. I, yeah, I get, yeah, exactly. It's like if he was an ex leader of a uh, of the EDL, left the EDL, and this is uh, so much that he doesn't. Even, that's different compared to doing the same shit that got him banged up in the first place. I get you. Okay. No, I get you. That's that's what I mean. No, I get you. I so, completely understand. Yeah. Wait, wait. I, I I mean, what was I saying? That's right. That's right. When it comes down to it, when people on the right do this, they do the same thing where they say, okay, the message that, that the reason why it's not the same thing is because the message don't exist at the same time as an organization. The message first happened around about when Trayvon Martin died about 2011, 2012. If we're going to be honest about it, that's when the message really started. Mm-hmm. When, when Trayvon Martin, who by American laws, was a minor who was gunned down by a guy called George Zimmerman. That's when it started. I think I remember. I it's that far back. I In, really yeah, like, like I, listen, we've been obviously we since we live so many things going on. We live in the UK, so it's kind of like there's only so much information you can get on the subject. Like any, like one of these days, I, I will say to you now, it'll be the perfect case study for us to actually sit back and actually just look through. One of these days. Yeah, we'll have a look through some of these cases and actually dig through. Yeah. Like, and bear in mind, this isn't Google articles and stuff like that. This is proper court papers if we can get them. No, if we can get the court papers, we'll look through it properly. We'll have a proper, like, I assume something about a transcript. So. Yeah, the, absolutely. But yeah, that's when the message... What message... Do call it? Sten, sten, stenog- stenography. Yeah, stenography. Stenography, yeah, yeah. Because it does go... Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I've I, always wondered how they could do that. Because it must be difficult if you've got, like, three people talking at once. I I think they don't really... I think what they do is they try to block out everyone else and just focus on the people on trial. That's what I think they do. I, I, I think their job is just, like, for a few hours, they just switch off their brains and just look at what's happening in front of them and just write repeatedly. It's a very strange thing, but... That, I, think, I think that's what they do to an extent. Just a thought. No, no, I get it. It's an interesting thought. Like you, you wonder like how they have the discipline to do that in the first place. No, I get you. But but obviously that, that's one of the main things where I think before we go any further, first thing is it's not as but the second thing is I'm obviously not for the organization because they don't disclose what they do with the money. Of course. I'm like there's so many things they This could... is why we and we have this problem in we have this problem over here. Yeah, in the UK in general. We have yeah. a little... We have a problem with a lot of charities where the money doesn't end up actually going to... No, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know... The BBC! Children, come and relief! Children, come and relief! Support it! You won't get an objection from me. I'm just saying, look it up. No, absolutely. I'm not, you know... Like, like... I'm gonna say this to you as a black man. You can put Lenny Henry out all you like. It doesn't. It doesn't save you from this shit. <laughs> like we've yeah. got, we got to be honest with you. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. On the subject of charity, if you ever see, and this is because this is from another side. If you ever hear of somebody called somebody called Autism Speaks, or anything called a puzzle piece, run. Just 
do a runner. Yeah, don't, 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 don't donate to anything like that. No, no, no. Because um, Autism Speaks is just... We'll go into it another time, but... Autism Speaks deserves an episode on its own. Yeah, we'll go into it. Considering two people who are... Well, I've got autism, you've got Asperger's. It's one Asperger's. of those things... Asperger's. And yeah, I know, I, I know. I'm a Jewish Nazi. I know. Da, da, da. Like, I, me, no, I no, just, no, no, no. I've got the lisp today, haven't I? Yeah, let me... I'll explain just so at least there. Yeah. Right, so... The guy... So, I mentioned this again at some point, but basically the, um, the guy who discovered all coins Asperger's was called Howard Asperger. Yeah. And he was a person who sent kids to Nazi doctors. Yeah. So, in this world of guilt by association and yeah. social justice and all that bullshit, uh, in their eyes, I'm probably going to be identified as a Nazi. I am also Jewish. So I'm basically stuck in a lifelong identity crisis. Yeah, you're wondering whether to put yourself in a, in a concentration camp or not. I'm, <laughs> I'm autistic. I'm constantly trying to put myself in a concentration camp. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm hyper-focused on putting myself in a concentration camp. Yeah. Qu- question is... Just for, clarity, just for clarity, I am not talking about yeah. that. We're talking about like you know, you, you, you know I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase it. The best way to describe it is... No, I just want to make it very clear. We're yeah. not, we are not you, saying... You're wondering if you, if, you, if, if you need to take a shower or not. Ow! <laughs> I That's know. That's deep. Yeah. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a horrible... That's a burn. A bird. I thought it was just water. It'd make you feel wet. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. But anyway, for any of the mandam out there, when it comes to Jewish people in concentration camps, when they try to kill them off, let's just say man got bare gas, didn't it? <laughs> no. So no, no, no. But, but in all seriousness, though, it was a very sh- shitty thing. What happened to your yeah, people? Well, no, I mean, no, I I, I, obviously, we make fun of each other. Fuck it, hell, like, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. No, I know. I just want to make it clear what I said about being a concentration camp. Yeah. I'm obviously not condoning it. For any first time listeners, we are yeah. actually really good friends. That's why yeah, we, we're just we, we get to rib each other a lot. Yeah. It's fun. And to be fair, if I did if I did condone concentration camps, I'd have some sort of Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. That's the question. Why is it called Stockholm syndrome? Because I think it was in Stockholm. Interesting. Yeah. I, well, at least I think it is. I think I think it happened in Sweden. I assume, right? The name Stockholm would be the huge giveaway. True. So, first reason why I have a problem with BLM. Sure. So, right, so George Floyd happens. Okay. What did any of the shops, so any of the shops in Minneapolis, or the people who had houses, what did they have to do with George Floyd's murder? Nothing. So why are they why are they suffering? Is this a, a question or No, why did they have their why did they have their houses burned to the ground and their businesses burned to the ground? And another part of that, why you I turned around and said, Oh, we're there for the black community, but we're burning black businesses down. Uh, 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 it's a very big it's no, really no, 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 no. I understand what you mean. I mean, first of all, I mean, I'm going to assume there's people in Minneapolis who are going to know who owns what building or yeah, who works where. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if the, if it was owned by a white guy, just, I'm saying this based on the fact. This yeah. is the way I think it was in their head. Surely, 
if let's say a black guy works there, you're not going to take away their, you're not going to take their job away from them. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, right? There's, there's two parts to this. The first part of it, I completely understand where you're coming from, where you talk about the hypocrisy of being all about black people and then burning down black businesses. Or black people, or people where black people no, work. Exactly. I understand that. that. That is an absolute hypocrisy. You're absolutely right about that. Here's the thing. Same goes for their homes as well. Yeah, but here's the thing that I don't think you consider at all. And there is something to be said about this. And I think when I say this to you, you understand where I'm coming from. When I say it's not even my opinion per se, because obviously you and I aren't for burning the city down or rioting. But there is something to be said about this, where we have to understand why people behave the way that they do. We had we had the Nazis going around gassing my people in 1930 in 1944. Okay, everybody everybody did it, therefore it's okay. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. No, but you're saying you're no, saying, no, no, you're no. Trying to think about the way you, people you, behave. You, you, you know what? I know the perfect analogy. I got it right here. It's like when people talk about Brexiteers. No, and and, and they say, I'm all, not going to sit there and say, oh, they behave like this because something. No, 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 no. But but hear me out on this, okay? Before before you jump the gun, hear yeah. me out. Here's the thing. It's Sorry, like, no, no, it's like when people say to me, all Brexiteers are rape. Like, like all races. Now, I'm going to say to you right now, I am obviously not a Brexiteer. Mm-hmm. I am not for Brexit. But I will say one thing in general. When it comes to Brexiteers in general, for even though I disagree with it, even though if you asked me a few years ago, I probably wouldn't say it. The amount of people I've met in my life, I at least understand why people think the way that they do. And that is important. But again, this was a vote. No, no, wait, hear me out. No, I know. This is paramount. The reason why I say this to you, because there is, and and I remember we, we you and I both touched on it slightly in the Carl Rittenhouse episode. Okay. And it is this. Let's be honest here. It's the fact that due to the history of, let's say, what, how the law is conducted in America, sometimes the UK, but more America than here. There is something to be said about this where, let's be honest. If, Are you going to go to Double Jeopardy? Double, de- double Jeopardy plays a part somewhat. But if we're being completely honest, okay. it's the fact that if the rights never took place, like if there was never a threat of rights, I honestly think Derek Chauvin would have got off scot-free. And that's the problem. I think they look at it and go, there's something to be said about that. But justice... Like I, like I said, Carl Rittenhouse. Like I said, the Carl Rittenhouse. I don't want. I don't disagree that there are pockets here in there that are. Um... I mean, just just to clarify, when it came to the Carl Rittenhouse, when we both looked at it from like an impartial, straight up perspective, no, 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 no. somewhat saying, legal perspective. No, no, I'm just saying. I understand that there are pockets. I said the Carl Rittenhouse episode where it's still where the whole racism thing still hasn't. Yeah. I, I, I understand. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I, I, I'm not in disagreement there. What I'm saying, what I'm saying to you is, it's easy for us to dismantle the act of it in itself because you and I, we could say all day long, we're not for riots, we're not for burnouts, or whatever. But the reality of it is, there's but, a reason why. Yeah, but the whole thing it's happened no, because the amount a, of times that the amount of people have got off with stuff they should never get off burnt, of. They didn't just threaten to burn the city down. They doxed the jurors. They threatened. They threatened to basically put the judge's head on a spike. 
They basically threatened to kill the... Well, okay, no, that's a bit much. They basically threatened to kill the judge. They threatened to kill the judge. But here's the thing you're missing. They they basically threatened to murder him. No, no, no. Nothing nothing excuses No, 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 no. Nothing excuses that. Again, I'm not excusing it, anything. No, no, no. But what you're saying is... Think about what they were thinking. No. Okay. Okay, let's let's go hypothetically. Me and a few... Me and a load of people wanted to see... um, Let's... I'm just going to be hypothetical. Okay, let's say hypothetically, I have a... Let's say I want Jess... I want Jess Phillips... I want Jess Phillips... If I know, not Jess Phillips... I want Sadiq Khan... Me and other people went around to to the to a court and wanted Sadiq Khan, Sadiq Khan put in a prison cell. And we wanted him arrested for what he's done to London. Well, the mob said they were going to... The mob tried to burn down London. The mob said they were going to hurt the jurors. The mob said they were going to hurt the judge. That's not what. That's that's not even close to what I've said at all. Like you're no, but what you're, no, but what I'm getting from this is that you're saying they had to threaten him in order to get. No, 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 no. I, I never said had to at all. No, that's not even close to what I've said. Okay, sorry. What am I missing? No, no. What I'm saying to you, there is something to be said about. How do I explain this? The best way to describe it is that there, there is something to be said about the reason why they felt like in the past they had to do the things that they do. Whether I agree with it or disagree with it is irrelevant. I understand why. The, the why is important. No, I'll give you that. Your understanding is it, not it, It's because agree. historically, there have been many times where people have got away with shit from a legal perspective that they should never have got away with. And when it comes down to subjects like this, you can't deny that. Like, even you've pointed it out yourself in the past where you go, I think the term you, what's the term that you use? Like blind spots or something like that, right? Blimps or something like that. Yeah, little, little pockets and blimps. It, it, exactly. It's things like that where you go, okay, if the person was black, that never would have happened. And that's kind of like the fact they have to threaten that just to get the fair outcome. And we're talking about in the George Floyd case specifically, in, in that case specifically, the evidence, the forensic reports, the autopsy, the first-hand accounts, if you are a judge, you rule guilty because of the evidence. But the thing is, because of history in America, for example, that would, like, there is a question mark that would they actually rule against it because it was a police officer? Do you understand what I mean? I, I understand, but... No, 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 no. Again, I'm not condoning the behaviour. I'm just saying there is something to be said of the fact that black people sometimes in general feel like they have to riot just to get a fair outcome. Do you understand what I mean? There is something to be said about that. I don't, I, I don't think anything can... I, I understand, but I don't agree. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that you and I have to agree. I'm just saying there is something to be said about the fact that people have to. There are times where riots are going just to stop an outcome. So that be like, okay. I mean, I'll say to you. Do you know anything about the Rodney King riots back in the day, by any chance? No. Let's just say Rodney King was a guy who was killed unjustly, and it took the riot for him to even get any remote justice at all. They weren't going to do justice at all, even though the evidence called for it, from a legal perspective. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? I think I do, yeah. It's one of those things where, why is it that black people have to go above and beyond 
just to get the fair outcome. While if it was white, that we don't have to jump through this many hoops. Do you understand what I mean? There is something to be said about that. You get what I mean. I understand, but at the same time... I- no, again, I'm just to clarify, I am not condoning the behaviour. I'm not saying you no, should no, riot, just- but there is something to be said about that. There's something to be said, but I, I, in my head, I can't see a reason that would make it okay. I'm sorry, I just can't. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying, to an extent, it is somewhat understandable. Even though it's wrong. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, like I said, understandable doesn't mean... No, no, I'm not saying it's correct, but I'm just saying that, that that's one of those things where we go, maybe we need to amend the system slightly and go... Oh, we said this last time. No, no, exactly. But, but, do, you, but, I, I, but do you understand what I mean? Yes. The, the different theories, though, that they're... I'm going to... Like, the system should, benefit, should be fair to everyone... Not just pick and choose. You you get what Never I mean? Agreed. Like the law should be universal. Exactly, and that's the problem. The fact that people feel like they have to do this just to yes. get a fair outcome that's the that no, that, that is a huge problem. I totally get you. Totally, that's a huge problem. And, and, and e- e- yeah. in the UK, it's not as much, but there are circumstances where that still applies. And I, and I'm like, it's not right. I'm not going to condone rioting or looting businesses. I will not condone that. But I will say this. I will at least sit there and go, I understand, but I don't agree. That's what I will say. Do you get me? I understand, but I don't agree. Then again, no, I get it. I get it. I'm not, like I said, I'm not, I'm not for a minute saying you agree. I just think you went too far. Yeah. Like, you're at the point... I, that, that's what I think when people say there has to be an amendment to the system, I think... I've said this as well. I don't... Yeah. Uh, I think... I'm saying, if you're going to make the law universal, it should obviously be universal. I mean, and when it's fair, not, it encourages things like that. And uh, that's what I, I don't like. I mean, let's be fair. After Rittenhouse, we know it's not going to get done anytime soon. No. No, no. And that's it's in America. In the UK, it's a whole different can of worms. Of course. Um, but moving on to the next point... What's your next gripe? The mastering of George Floyd. Okay. State it. I'm not going to go into whether Chauvin was right or wrong. I'm not going to go into that at all. Okay. No, 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 no. Just speak freely. Just, just I'm not go talking about it. Chauvin. Yeah. I'm talking about the aftermath. All right. He was not a saint. Yes, he shouldn't have been killed. I'm not going to say whether... I'm not going to say who's right or wrong. But he does not... Can't I'm getting sick of everybody? Like there was a Christian, there was a if I remember a Catholic school that drew drew him up like he's Jesus. There were statues all over of him. Like he's not like why? Like he's being treated like he's he's like he's not a saint. If you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna use him to say this is wrong, okay, fine. But all the murals, all of this, all of that, like over what like. In the US is the US. Here, if I'm going to make that the next point, why is everybody drawing murals for a man they knew nothing about? Because I'm 100% that a lot of people did it to virtue signal. And I'm not saying that everybody did that, but there's a lot that did it to virtue signal 
And there's a lot of people who did. There's mm. a lot of people who just drew on because. Oh, black guy got killed. Oh, this is BLM like this, therefore it's politically correct. Okay. I'm not saying this is everybody. I'm not talking about everybody in this. I'm saying there are people who did. And I'm saying those people... Like, this is, this is the thing I found with a lot of things. It's getting very hard to decipher whose virtues they believe and who actually means what they're doing. Okay. And I think BLM has shown that. It's very hard... To work out who's drawing this because they actually care about what happened to him, and who's drawing this because they think they can get they can think they can get brownie points by putting a tweet out. Hmm. And it pisses me off. Okay. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I said, there are people who are serious about it, and I'm not criticising them for it. Yeah. But there has to be a line. It's, uh, like, it's like the one over Greta. It's like, the, it's like all the social. It's like with all the um, purchasing over like Greta Thunberg. Right. Which we'll get into another time, but I mean, I, I will say where I stand on what you just said. I mean, the first part of it, I, I can I can actually agree with you on. I don't want to make it clear. I'm just put her in. I am not saying this is just for the left. This is on the right as well. Yes. This is on both sides. We are at a point on both sides where it is extremely hard. Who looks like who are there because they mean it? They're there because they're standing, I, what I, they're there I, for. I, and then who's just picking a side? Not yeah, who's just picking a side because it looks good. Yeah. All right. So he, here's the first part of it. What you said that like the first, the, the second part of it, I completely understand you. Where you talk about how he shouldn't be, how how he shouldn't be martyred. I completely understand where you're coming from. One hundred percent. Like I, I just said, I never martyred the guy personally myself. I will always acknowledge what happened to him was wrong, and I'm glad that he, him, and his family got justice for what happened that day. You, you can give me that look all you like. What happened to him was legally wrong. It should never have happened. I'm not saying what happened to him was legally wrong. I'm not saying that at all. No, no, no. It's just a little thing. There are little things that just seemed a bit. No. Not with you, but little things throughout the whole thing just seemed a bit odd. Like, I mean, I'm not going to go into it, but just. I mean, one of these days we will, in a two-year anniversary, we will look at the case. Properly. Maybe earlier, we'll get we'll get the court uh, papers. And properly we'll we'll get the court also. papers and look at it properly. Yes, and then we'll go through like and yeah, we'll through the sequences. Yeah, but this but, isn't. And again, yeah. with all this stuff, we are going to make sure we have the court papers if we can, and just look at all the publicly available records, but not going off the news. Exactly, and we'll be as impartial as possible and just yes. try and give the information. Yes. Because I think that's the one thing that... People, we can do. Because no one no one else will give that. We've looked on the news, we've looked on things. It's literally... One side or the other. Yeah, it's literally one... It's literally one-sided. It's, even, even on the internet... People aren't impartial on the subject. It's very hard. So that's yes. why we, we, if we're going to be impartial, we have to do the work ourselves on this one, which uh, which we're okay with, with doing yeah, in this case. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so on that part, I understand you a hundred percent. I'm not going to martyr a man I've never met. That's just my mentality on it. If it turned, like if it, it turned out to be, let's say hypothetically, let's say LeBron James, right? Somebody who's important to you. You love basketball. I love basketball. So, but he, uh, means, no, but he means a lot to you. No, I mean he means a lot to you. Isn't he? Made, he you loved what he did. You loved. You loved the game. 
I love the game. Yeah. I, I have an so appreciation for what he's done. Yes. yes. If it was LeBron James, you may not have known him, but I I could understand. I think Kobe would have been a better analogy because with Kobe, well, I, I felt a personal right, attachment. I was just trying to think off the top of my head. But I know. Even though I'm a Miami Heat fan and, and LeBron did play for the Miami Heat, I feel even, I feel more of an attachment to Kobe because I came up with at the time when Kobe you, you was get my point. and Tim Duncan were prominent. Yeah, yeah. But you get my point. No, I get what you mean. Yeah, I could understand. Or, or like Thierry Henry for me. Yeah, yeah. If like, it was Thierry, for, for Arsenal, if, like, if Thierry Henry, like, like if you had when yeah. it had the same fate, you yeah. know, have, you know. Obviously, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's a hypothetical. I can understand why people who didn't know him would have a bit of a exactly yeah. because because he won trophies and you feel. Because it's your sports team, and you feel it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You actually feel the connection with him. Yeah. But nobody, the majority of people, didn't know who George Floyd was. That's true, and that's the other part I want to hit. I want to touch on right now. Yeah. The, the the one part of it, yeah. I like, I said, like same one for Sarah Everard, but I'll bring that up in a minute. Yeah. I mean, like I said the first part of it, the second part of it, I completely understood where you talk about not marrying a man you've never met. I. I, I agree with that because I don't martyr George Floyd in that way. But I still acknowledge what happened to him was wrong. The first part of it is where that's the sticking point. And I remember the, the person who described it best was actually Dave Chappelle. He described it best where it was this. I, I'm paraphrasing him, but it's not complete. It, and I, where he said basically like, basically, we didn't choose him. You chose him. So he's the guy. It's cut. It's not so much the fact that George Floyd is like this holier than foul figure. I think it's the symbolism of what happened to him. It's kind of what it is. Oh, I can understand that. It's not so much him. So you mean that Sean, basically? Yeah, it's not him per se. It's the symbolism of what he represents and what happened to him that day. Okay, I understand. And a lot of people, if you, I, I'm saying, I understand what people, as a black man who speaks to black people, I, like I said, I'm not. That, that's something that you see quite a lot of. Now, a lot of them will not martyr him, but they will at least sit there and go, "What happened to him was wrong," and because of that, they. I'm not saying everyone is like. There might be the person that will martyr him occasionally. Like, I, I'm not going to deny anyone that. But most people in general would be like, it's not so much him, it's more what he represents. Of course. And that's kind of the sticking point for a lot of people. And when Dave Chappelle said it in that way, it made a lot of sense. If you're going to do that for him, you don't put statues, you don't need to put a statue up for him. You don't need to to do countless murals. There are ways to, there are countless ways to do things that don't involve, as I said, martyring him. Do you see what I mean? No, I, I I know what you mean. Like, if you're going to sit there and say, if you want to, you know, because you, you're sitting there going, everybody's sitting there, like, not you, but you're sitting there going, oh, I'm doing this for black rights. How am I going to do that? By using this guy? Do, do, was... do, 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 do you mind me asking you, how many of these people have you asked this question to that are actually black? I, I'm not, I'm you not. You know saying... I live a very sheltered life. Yeah, but I'm asking you the question in general. So when I say sheltered, it's not I Yeah, I'm asking you this in it. How many people have you actually asked this question to? Ask, actually ask what? Like, like, when you t- talk about this stuff that you're talking to me right now that are actually black. I don't bring it up that often. Other, than, not, uh, uh, other than me. The point is, we can, have a, we can have discussions like this. In society, it's impossible to do that. 
that that's why we created the podcast. No, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Saying, yeah, no, I know. That's why yeah. I'm saying. No, I'm just saying. I don't normally. Yeah. No, because I don't. I don't want to end up having a massive fight over something that just because you know their feelings take over. But I'm not going to. Anyway, um, so if I go to my next point. I mean, sure. I mean, I mean, is there anything else you no. want to? No, no, you pretty much answered it. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying it's a symbolism. It's not so much him per se. That's the thing. No, I understand, but as I said, he's not Jesus. No, no, he's not. I'm I'm not saying he is. No, 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 I know. I'm not saying he's I'm I'm just saying he's been... been, um, There are people who are treating him like he's a saint. But but I'm, I'm saying to you, as a person who talks to people, most people are very reasonable about it and go, what happened to him was simply wrong and that's it. Oh, of course. There's very few people who actually martyr him. There's a difference. Oh, no, no. I never said the majority do. I said there are people. No, no, exactly. The people who martyr him, it's kind of like even black people sometimes question it. Yeah, I want to just make it clear. I'm not putting everybody from BLM in this boat. Exactly, yeah. I know there are people from BLM who are there to to march for what is wrong. For what they believe is right. You're talking to one right now, like, you know, literally. No, I know. I just want yeah. to make it very clear. I am yeah. not. I am not saying that everybody in BLM is like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, just like not, not like everybody who voted for Brexit is a racist. That's true. Yeah. I, I mean, if there you, are people, there yeah. are people. Who, I, I we'll go into the whole Brexit yeah, thing another yeah, day. Yeah. But I'm just saying. I mean, I'm a. It, 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 it deserves its own episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. But next point. Go. What's your next one? Yeah. Is the is the lockdown problem now? We both. We both stand for the right to freedom of speech and the freedom of protest. Sure, one hundred percent. But when the shit when the shit hit the fan at the beginning of the um, pandemic, yeah, they said that minorities were more at risk due to I can't remember exactly what the reason was, but no, I, I, were, I think it's because from the statistics that they put out, they said that minorities lived in the more poorer neighbourhoods. And they lived in more poor areas, which is kind of why they were more susceptible to the disease because they wouldn't be able to afford certain things. That's okay. that's kind of that that that, that 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 was what they put out. Okay, that's what they put out. Let's go with let's just yeah. go with that. That's, yeah. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Let's go with that. Okay. We're not saying it's right or wrong. We're just saying that's so, what was put out. There's a difference. So yeah, I'll go into the other side to this, but there is one other. I'll go into the main point. So don't get many black people together because. Could be super spreader because we are because all protests are banned for super spreader events. What happens? A load of black people come together and basically, and there is no social distancing. Near enough, no social distancing. Like ah. I said, near. I'm not. Look, I wasn't. I'm going off what I could see. What I could see for the air. If I, like, I'm not saying there weren't people who wore masks and so on, but like I said. Like a, the point, I, the point I, I'm I, trying I, to make is you can't just sit there and say, um, you can't sit there and say, yeah. and we know the masks aren't 100% perfect. Super spreader event, it could have been a massive super spreader. Second is, oh, we won't allow pro- all protests are banned. Anti-lockdown protest, bang. Got on it like a ton of bricks. Protest for a man 4,000 miles away who got murdered by a cop who had nothing to do with it. Had nothing to do with this. Uh, yeah, that's fine. But I also want to mention one other side to that, though. Sure. A lot of the police over here had to build a grunt who got abused and so on because of what happened over there. And I need to say this: I don't think it's right 
for people to treat the police over here as if they are police of the states. Because they're not. I'm not saying I'm not saying there aren't problems with the police, but I'm just saying that if something happens in the states, our police don't deserve to be punished for it. Does okay. that does that make sense? Because the thing was, they were they a lot of them basically capitulated and, did, and bent the knee, and it pisses me off that they bent the knee because it's basically submission. But the same, but if you are going to sit there, if you are if you are going to sit there and say. We're mad about this. Okay. But you shouldn't be making our police capitulate because of something the American police did. You know, that would be like that would be like saying, Oh, the Ger- I'd be like reading nineteen forty five and saying, Oh, the German army killed, caused the Holocaust. Oh, our army must have caused the caused the Holocaust. Okay, let's do you see what I mean? I mean that there's a lot to dissect there in just one fell swoop. So do you, fo- do you follow my point? I- you made multiple points at okay, a sorry, time. Okay, sorry, please go. Okay, you're going time. So, sorry, I, I'm doing that thing again where I'm going from one thing to the other. I mean, I will say, I'll make the first point. I will say, I think I should say this in advance. One of the points you made was completely valid, which is at a time when nobody was allowed to protest, we were allowed to protest. And I think it should be, I think it should be equally, um, I think it should be equally um, enforced. But I want to add. one quick side note to this, which I think is important. Okay. There is all the, also the Sarah Everard thing that was allowed to go ahead. And this is about super spreaders. It, it, it wasn't really allowed to go ahead. It no, was, I meant... Because of the, the Clapham Common situation. No, you had uh, You had police be right there. Like, no. And, and have a conflict but, with, with people who but, are... 
Who are doing the Muriel? But, like that. Yeah, that, I know. That, just, but, that's but bear fact. with me. Yeah. Because I think it's important. Yeah. If you're going to stay in one place, social distancing can be observed. And bear in mind with people sitting and holding candles. Yeah. I don't think that's so so bad if done correctly. Yeah. This was a march. It wasn't in one place. And people could have bumped into each other and so on. And there was not, it wasn't a way to make sure that you were constantly social distancing. Okay. Does that make sense? I mean, like I said, I mean, I, w- I want to dissect some of your, your points that oh, you no, no, actually I know. I just wanted to add as a side thing. No, 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 to, no, sure, sure. on the subject of things being... No, no, I, I get what you mean. I mean, the first part of it, that there's one part of it that I completely understand your point of view on, which is the hypocrisy of one of the things where if no one's allowed to protest, but yet a group of people are allowed to protest and you don't check them. That is one point where I go, okay, I understand your point. Even though, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll say this right now, yeah. I went to a few of those protests. Oh, that's fine. I'm not- I, I, no, no, no. I'm saying I was there. I had my mask on specifically. And I will say there was, I, I won't say like it was like stringent, because obviously you're not, in a protest, you're not going to have stringent social distancing, are you? Let's be honest. Yes. But, but what I mean is like, I think people at least like, okay, keep like two meters. It's like when you go to a supermarket. it's very hard to do. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you go to a supermarket and people are like two meters back. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that. They basically treat you like a leper. To an extent, yeah. That that was kind of the rule that was implied at the protest. Yeah. That I went to. Of course. And one of the things is... Was this the main one or was this... No, 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 no. This was one of them. Like okay. the the ones that you're referring to specifically. No, I, I was just asking, I, I know there was a few of them. Yeah, I went to some of them. So okay. so specifically. But I understand the hypocrisy of it when you say people are allowed to protest, but yet you don't wanna punish like you don't wanna check the people there. But I I also understand why the police didn't do it, even though it's not right. I wanna make it clear right off the bat, I understand the hypocrisy of it. And I'm gonna go into it now. One of the things is because let's be honest, especially here in London, the Metropolitan Police. You Sorry, were... um, I would like to correct you. We call it Londonistan. What? We refer to it as Londonistan. You call it Londonistan. And to be honest, considering the fact that you are Jewish, I'm surprised you've not bombed it yet. <laughs> but, um, Sorry, that is funny. Um... Yeah, but what was I saying? Oh, that's right, yeah. I, I want to make very clear, because you brought up a valid point. To be fair, can one, it, do, you th- do you think an Israeli missile could go that far? Come on, if it's a Muslim country, they'll find a way. I'm not going to I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue because of everything before, but still. Let's be honest. Like, like, like one time you told me oh, that we just, we talked, I don't know if it's on or off mic, but you, you and I talked about what would happen if Britain was under Sharia law. And we all know what happened if they're under Sharia law. Israel would bomb it. Everybody knows that. It's the golden rule. I'm not going to... The Israeli government do not like to bomb countries unless they're Muslim. That's the fundamental golden rule. I just I just want to clarify one important point. I said this in the Israel v. Palestine episode. Sure. Not... And I'm one of, the only reason I keep bringing this up is because I think it's important. Not every, not every person who supports Israel or is Israeli or whatever... Supports what the government does. No. And it needs to be made clear. Like, just because I support the right for Israel to exist does not mean I condone... But, well, at the time, Benjamin Netanyahu, at the time, when yeah. when he was in charge. 
or the governments before him. Yeah, I mean, we still don't. I mean, I'm, I'm still waiting to see what happens with this one. But so I'm not yeah. going to say yay or nay. But yeah, the, 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 the new one that's coming. Yeah, yeah. but we don't condone what happened. With, it doesn't mean like condone everything Netanyahu does. Sure, or 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 the Israeli government yeah. have done while like, in the past eighty plus years. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. Israel should have just stayed, stayed as it is. I don't agree with just the, you know incrementally just taking of land because Israel. Yeah. You know, I just, it, 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 it's like if we're going to criticize China for going into Asia the way that they do. No, agreed. I totally agreed. We we cannot just we let cannot Israel let Israel off the hook either. No, agreed. Agreed. It would that, be extremely hypocritical to say yeah. yes Israel's fine but but China is. You you can't be like okay, you trying to deny Taiwan is a country, you going into Hong Kong is wrong, but yet Israel doing the same thing is right. Like no, we we can't no. have that. No, there's a hypocrisy there. No, agreed, agreed. No, no, yeah, obviously. No, I'm saying for the listeners, not for like we've. No, I know, no, no. We made our starters clear. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I just want to make sure everybody knows where I stand on that. Yeah, alright. But go, please continue. Sorry. No, oh no. Anyway, the point that you made was completely valid. Where, but I do understand why the police, at least in London, the Metropolitan Police, did not want it into because obviously you and I both know the history with the Metropolitan Police when it comes to these sorts of issues. We know this. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not condoning it or anything like that. I'm acknowledging the hypocrisy of it. But I understand why they did it. Because they knew that if they did, considering the fact that... And, and this is kind of more down to how they've handled things in the past and now. Do, do you get what I mean? Yeah. In terms of like, let's say like Stephen Lawrence back in the day, like you, you know. I like, don't remember Stephen Lawrence. Yeah, Stephen Lawrence was like an in, was was a black kid who was stabbed. No, I'm just trying to. And, I'm and, just trying and, to. And, and the met the way they handled it was bullshit. Everyone knew. Oh, that. was this the one that was given two weeks? No, no, that's Shukri Abdi. No, Shukri Abdi was the one given two weeks. She was the Somali girl in Berry who who was given about two weeks. Oh, she was the one that was found in a canal, wasn't she? Yeah. Okay, yeah, point. Okay, sorry, I'm getting wires crossed. I mean, the, the, basically, they said for her, like, she could... No, 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 it's fine, I'm just getting... My... Yeah, so... but apparently, that they were like, okay, apparently she couldn't... Apparently, she decided to go for a swim. That was the thing that the police tried to give to her to close the case. And then the mother... And then the mother openly said, what are you talking about? She couldn't swim. What are you talking about? And that kind of made them look stupid. And it's like, okay. Well, they never asked. Yeah. Like, that was kind of what opened it up. But anyway, uh, the, what you said there about the well, the hypocrisy of it, even though I understand the hypocrisy of it, it's still, I admit, a hypocrisy. I acknowledge it 100%. But but here's the thing when it comes down to, I, I, mean, I mean, clarify, what was, uh, we, we talked so much. What was your whole point? Remind me. I mean, I'm lockdown re- protests were so it was lockdown protests weren't allowed, but BLM were, and the other thing was about it being a super spreader event. Yet the fact going after the fact they said, being, it, I, I I know what I've meant. All right, there we go. Right, so here we go. So yeah, sorry, I'm just uh, this memory. All right, so the two things I will say first of all, obviously I understand number one the hypocrisy of not letting anyone else protest. But you let BLM protest. The second part of it is you say minorities are heavily affected because of the fact that they a lot of minorities in the country in Britain are like in poor neighborhoods. But that's kind of and but you have them all, like lots of them together at one time. I yeah. I understand the hypocrisy of it. I won't ignore it. 
I won't hide from it. We'll, it's on the table. I'm just. What uh, I'm saying uh, is, you're gonna say it's a two. What I'm saying is, there yeah. have been. There are, there but are but I will say this from person who actually went to the protests. But the masks aren't perfect. No, no, no. I know that, but it wasn't just that. Like when I when I went to some of the protests, and I, 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 I'm I'm gonna go from my own experience here. Yeah. And, and you know me enough to know. Oh no no no! I'm, I, I know, I'll yeah. call shit out for what it is. Of course, of course. Like like. If, yeah, it, if, if it wasn't like if it was a certain type of way, I will say it was a certain type. If it wasn't, it wasn't. Agreed. And, and that's the thing. I will say one thing: the way the protests were done to an extent, people did social distance. I I have to. The ones I went to, they did. I I can't sit there and say they didn't. Like there were times where people were. It was like I said. The analogy I gave you was like being in a supermarket and people were like I right, keep too. It was kind of like. But it's not that easy. But at the same time, people did do it. I, I can't say it. People had okay. the mask on okay. and social distance. Okay, I only have your hearsay. Exactly. exactly. But I mean... I, I only call it hearsay because I wasn't there and I don't have any evidence yeah. to show me. I, I mean, the only thing I've got was the fact that I was there for I some I just make them. it very clear. I'm not calling him a liar. I'm just saying it's hearsay because I obviously don't yeah. have... No, obviously, yeah. I mean, from when I was there, they, they were very specific. Like, people did not... Like, it's like, anytime I go into, like, like, any, you and I both remember what it was like during COVID, and I think a lot of you do as well. When Still you were, what it's like during COVID. Yeah, yeah, well, like, but I'm talking, like, when it was, like, prime, things were shut down and everything, people were so tetchy on that time, where yeah. they, they didn't want to get close to anyone or anything. Well, some were, some were. No, no, a lot of people were, like, they, they, they kept their distance. Okay. So, it was kind of, it was at that time, that was okay, kind of why, that was why I was like, okay. So when I went over, so when I went to some of these protests, they were the same way. They were like, okay, everyone's going to keep their distance. Don't get me wrong. There was some t- some of the protests, not all of them. Some of them played music, but at the same time, it was like they kept their distance. People had their masks on. That was really it. The ones I went to. All right. I'm not going to pretend I went to all, but I went to no, a I fair don't... share of enough where I can give you a fair analysis. Your, of this. your analysis. Yeah. Okay, and I was going to say about the police thing. I mean, I mean, when it came down to police, like I said, I understand the hypocrisy of it, but at the same time, no, I no, also... no, no, I'm talking about the police being made to suffer for what the American police did. That's the other part of it, though. Like, like obviously, if you're going to punish the police for the for what for what's going on in America, to... that, 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 that's that, that's not on. No, no, let me address your point. Specifically, I'm just a side note. There was that picture that went round of the of the police who got punched in the face. No, no, no. I've, no, I'm, I'm going to address. That. Oh no, no, I'm going to wait. But I'm just saying this thing. No, no, I'm saying here's the thing. There's two parts to this. If you're going to punish police officers for what happened in America, that's not fair. But we cannot deny and pretend that the police force themselves do not have like. If you look at the Met, for example, we cannot pretend they do not have a track record of. The way they handle minority cases. I'm not saying they don't. What I'm saying, no, 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 but, but but I'm saying in a situation like when when the George Floyd protests went worldwide, I'm I, I obviously we're talking in a general sense here. We cannot pretend that the Met do not have a history when it comes to like racism. We cannot pretend that they don't, and that's the thing. So when people look at the bad example, it's like. What it, again? It's like what I talked about earlier with George Floyd. I will say this. Some, I some, will say this though. With stop and search. It's what it represents. Stop rappers. What part of? I'm going to assume part of this is about stop and search, right? 
No, I'm not talking about that. But if we want to bring up stop and search... No, 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 I'm just... No, I was just trying to get it straight ahead. Okay, no, please go back to what you were saying. No, no. Like I said, all I said is very clear. It's just a case when it comes down to it, when it comes down to how it was done around the world, we cannot pretend that the Met do not have a history of racism. And that's the problem. That we cannot pretend that they don't. And, And because of that, certain police forces in the UK specifically, if we're going to be blunt about it, we cannot pretend like then like because of the institution they represent. It's like when we talk about the George Floyd thing earlier, what I said, someone like me, it's not going to martyr George Floyd, the person on his own, but the symbolism, I understand. It's the same thing yeah. with the police force. Do you get what I mean? Of course. And it's the same thing. And again, where, where I, where my stance on it is very simple. Like my, like, like I've told you about it before. I don't know if I ever brought it up on the podcast, but my old man used to be a copper back in the day. Oh yeah, you brought it up before. Yeah, like, and and that's the thing. You brought it up with me. I don't know about. The yeah, like that's the thing. My old man used to be a copper back in the day. I'm a young black man whose dad used to be a copper. It was a very, it's a very strange thing, isn't it? Like, I. What did he say when it all happened? He was kind of on like. He was very on the fence on certain things. He was like, I'm going to play shit by ear and see how it is. At, at the time that I asked him. That's why I asked. So obviously, so, he's going to have the police view, but he's also going to have yeah. the well, He's going to have the police view and the black man view. So it's going to be two different things. So but in essence, he's going to have the black police view. It, it, exactly. There's a reason why he left the force. Like, Let's just say that. There's a reason why. Because at the end of the day, a lot of POC police officers back in the day had to deal with racism back then. And obviously, the Stephen well, Lawrence... Yeah, this is from a long time ago. When yeah, yeah. Before. We're talking about the we're talking about the late 80s, early 90s we're talking about here. Yeah. But even now, like, we can't pretend like there still isn't... Like, the police have not learned their lesson. And that's very fucking clear. So we cannot pretend... So that's what I think. That's where some of the tension comes from when it comes down to the police. Do you get what I mean? Like, I, obviously, I will not condone someone punching a police officer randomly in the face. Let's make that clear. You of and course, I no, will not I condone know. that. We won't condone violence. But what I will say is, we cannot pretend that the institution, not the people, the institution, does not have a history of getting shit wrong on these types of subjects. Do you get what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We cannot okay. pretend. Oh, yeah. And that's where the problem lies. I don't I don't condone any of what... This is the problem. When it gets to the point of things being like that, it gets very... The water gets very muddy. Yeah. Because, again, it's more about the image than doing the right thing. Yeah. And I found... It doesn't. It doesn't work. But there is one other side I want to bring, bring up here as well. No, sure, absolutely. And I'm not going to bring up. And this this was before BLM, but it's still. No, absolutely. Go ahead. I'm going to bring up Mark Duggan. Okay. Because this is that thing I said about shops and black people stuff, black people's homes and stuff. Being yeah. That was a bit of a different situation. Everybody went mental over. For those of you who don't know, look up the August riots from 2011. Funny like enough, it was, it was, for, for any Muslims, it actually happened during Ramadan as it happened. 
I'm not joking. It actually happened during Ramadan. Why does everything have to happen during Ramadan? What's that supposed to mean? You, you prove to me that none of this happens during... It always seems to happen during Ramadan. No, no, no. It literally happened during Ramadan. Like, literally. And I remember, like, one day... I still, I still find it funny that they... I still find it funny that Tesco had a standee for Pringles that said on it, Happy Ramadan, and it was smoky bacon crisps. Ah! But the thing about it was they were vegetarian. I know, it's kind of weird, isn't it? But I don't think anyone actually looked. It's a, it's a weird thing with flavourings. Yeah. It's like with uh, vegan sausage rolls, it's spice and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, it was during Ramadan, and I remember I was going to the mosque, right? So you were going to the mosque. So me and my dad were going to the mosque at the time. And then we could see as we were going into the mosque, like people were walking past us. I have a, can I ask a quick question? Because sure. I've never been to a mosque and I genuinely am curious about this. When you go in, are all the mats sort of laid out? Or do you have to take one and sit down? Or I mean, are, or do you, or do you I, have, are we talking laid? right now or in general? In general. In, uh, no, in, in in general, there's already like carpet on there, which like religious powers of so you don't have to do that. But I think so. The mat's meant to be because there's no carpet. Yeah, like it's already okay. it's new. So so you you just walk over. But I think because of the fact that with COVID and stuff, people now have like their individual sort of like prayer mats now. Oh, so they bring them with them. Yeah, they bring them with them. Interesting. I mean, like, so, some mosques will provide prayer mats, but for the most part... People are too worried, so they'll... Yeah, so people just get their own but prayer I, wanna, mats. I just want to bring up one thing, quick side thing up on the whole mosque thing. Sure, absolutely. So, you know how if you take a picture of a congregation, you get very, very tetchy? Yeah. But, There's but one specific... That, that's really with any sort of, like, religious no, no, thing, no, isn't it? No, 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 this is that one... You know which place I'm talking about? It's that very... And this is the one exception. Are you talking about the one in Gold is Green? Yeah. Okay. Now, I only found this out, I realised this like a few months ago. You go to go about Gold's Green Station. Turn yeah. On. I think I know what you're yeah. on about, yeah. Turn left. It was a building that used to belong to, it was a studio, used to be a studio for the BBC Philharmonic Orchestra. Okay. And I got a bit giddy because I like, I like stuff like that. You you like tourist attractions. It's not tourist attractions, I like classical music. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly, you like classical yeah. music for you as a tourist attraction. A little it? bit. So I wanted to get yeah. a picture outside to say, hey, I wanted yeah. a picture outside and I wanted to get a picture of the park. And at the time, I didn't realise it was a mosque. They basically came to me and said, why are you taking a picture of the congregation? I said, I'm not interested in the congregation. I'm interested in the building. This just belongs to the BBC Philharmonic Orchestra. It's a brilliant building. Yeah. I want to get a picture of the park. And if you're going, this is the thing, if you are going to put a mosque, a synagogue, a church, Whatever in a building like that, you can't not expect people. You can't expect people not to want to take pictures from time to time. Yeah, sure. You know, content, and, and it's sort of like if people turn to you and say, "Oh, I'm not taking pictures of the congregation. I'm taking pictures of the building." Yeah. It's. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get what you mean. Like. It's a, it, it's a sort of thing where it's a landmark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lam- I said tourist attraction. I think landmark is the better word. word. Yeah. Now I get what you mean. I just always be a little bit. But what I was saying with the Mark Duggan film, Tesco didn't, Tesco didn't but kill George Floyd. And the bookies didn't kill George Floyd. 
the bathroom shop that had been there for about 100 years that went up in smoke didn't kill George Floyd. I mean, not George Floyd, Mark Duggan. Yeah. Sorry, Mark Duggan. And it's this whole thing of... I'm going to abuse the area because of something that wasn't anything to do with it. I said this before about Minneapolis being burnt to the ground. But... It, it, it kind of touched on one of my previous points earlier, where, again, neither one no, no, of no, us no, no, neither no, one I, of us is condoning it. No, 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 but that wasn't what I was going to say. I'm yeah. just trying to, put, oh, I'm just trying to oh, think sure, for a second yeah. to put words in. Oh, God, yeah. My brain's just gone for a bit. I'm just thinking of words. Um, not other words, but, you know. Okay. I'll try to string it as a sentence. Um, you said something about... No, this is the thing where... Yeah. You know the thing I said about both sides? Yeah. It's very hard to differentiate who's there for the right reasons, who there is. Yeah. I think Mark Duggan is a good example, or at least a case study, for what happens when people just go in for the hell of it. I mean, do you think there were some people with a George Floyd thing when he died, and people like rooted and rioted, some of them just took advantage of that fact? Yes. That, that, that's, that's important. That's key I think there are many people who just wanted to burn shit down. There you I, go. Antifa, etc. All right, there you go. And partly BLM. Partly. I'm not going to say everybody, I'm sure there are people from BLM who wanted to as well. But what I'm saying is that if you are going, you, you can't just sit there and say, this happened, therefore I'm going to destroy everything around me. Yeah. And when everything starts when the, when the shit hits the fan it okay. doesn't no, when the shit hits the fan it just makes things more and more um, complicated sure I mean yeah, I, I mean I wouldn't say complicated but I would say uh, a bit more heated okay I, but I also think that there has to be something said for the. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm. I'm very much in the boat. Boat of. If you have a. If you have a home, if you have a. You have somewhere you called home and so on. To then burn it to the ground because of something that was. Not. Anything to do with, um, I'm trying to think, because of something that wasn't anything to do with them, it, it, it just makes it a bit more uh, egregious. Like I said, there are people with livelihoods that have gone up in smoke over it. Like, for those, what about those who didn't have, who didn't have insurance? I mean... Yeah, that's like, kind of, that's kind of that's kind like, of a shitty thing. Like, why if BLM was there for all the black population, why wasn't that money going to building their businesses again? I mean, again, it's like what what I said to you earlier. It's like when you brought it up earlier, I'm like, yeah, I I do acknowledge there is a hypocrisy. No, no, no. I was, it was just the thing about you said about I was just it was just the thing that came to mind about the money from BLM. Yeah. Why wasn't it going to be building them? Fair point. Like, 
you see, you see there, saying, oh, you, I'm there for black businesses. Mom and pop shop, there's a black, black owned business. Why wasn't it going to them to help build it? Yeah. You know, it, it's just, it's just a thought. No, no, you won't get any argument from me on that one. It is one of those, I, you know, you know, I will say this right now. I think some people will know what I'm referring to, but there was a point in time where there was a popular uh, black musician back in the day called Trina. She had a podcast down in, in Florida and she basically called out like black people, like basically people who were either like part of the BLM protests or anything like that mm-hmm. for, for, for burning, for, for burning down black businesses. She's like, you were for BLM, but yet you burned down my friend's business. And it was kind of one of those things where she kind of got ostracized for that. That ain't right. But at the same time, it was kind of like a double-edged sword. But again, this is, this brings, this goes, but this goes into a very important thing. No, I want to give the whole picture before we do. I was going to say, it's, it's another example no, of agree or you're ostracized. It is like, it was one of those things where, so, like, you and I could talk about it, and it was like, the way it was presented, it, it wasn't so much the point she presented. The presentation point was kind of a valid point. Like, we, I think deep down, and I'm speaking to the black people listening to me right now, even we can admit there's a hypocrisy to that. But I will say the way she presented it was so bad. You're like, okay, you're not doing yourself any favours here. It's not like what you and I are doing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where we're just talking and just putting everything on the table. Of course. The way she did it, it was like, it was so full of anger. She didn't get everything across. And I'm, and it was kind of like a sucky situation. And mm-hmm. and it was like, ooh. And it was like, I think she was more ostracized, not because of the point she made. I think it was because of the way she presented them. Oh. Like, like, like the way we were talking about it right now, we're just putting everything on the table that everyone is saying. Of course. On both sides. The way she presented it, it was more like, you're not really presenting to me. Like, like, you said something you're passionate about, which I think if you articulate properly, rational people can agree with. It was just the issue was the way she presented it. She had the right idea. She just went about it the wrong way. But it had nothing to do with feelings or emotion. It was just no, like... I'm not going to go into the feelings or emotion. It's agree with me or you're ostracized. I've had that before. It's literally a case of like, agree or you're gone. Like one example of this was down, and I'm agree. One example of this was down at the Trump rally when Trump came over. Yeah. Now it, I'm not. I now, mean, I mean, I mean, just to clarify, before you give your example, and I, I do have to make this clear when it comes to the Trina thing, she wasn't. I'll make it clear. From what I understand, and I listen. If I'm wrong, people tell me that I'm wrong. But from what I understand. She wasn't ostracized because of the opinion that she had. She was ostracized because of the way she presented it. The way she presented it was so well. It was like, like a lot of people would be like, okay, for fuck's sake. Like you, you're not even presenting your arguments properly at all. Okay. It's like the, the way you and I are talking about the situation was not the same way she was talking about it. Do you get me? Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, even if you have a point that people disagree with or agree with, if you don't present something in a way where people can at least digest it, not agree with this a bit, if they can't digest it, then it's not going to be like, like people aren't going to accept it. You know, you know what I mean? Agreed. And that's, that, that's all. 
she just did not do it in a way where her point could come across as like come across or people could actually really understand what she was really saying. Oh, agreed. She just did it. For anyone who's wondering, basically right now he's basically trying to put in some incense in the place and it just fucking dropped. Like I honestly Ooh. thought there was gonna be a fire in the flat. No, there wasn't. Fire in the flat. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. What do you mean don't do that? You're the one who set it on fire. <laughs> don't, don't scare me like that. What do you mean don't scare you? You're the one who dropped it. I didn't drop it. You just fell down. I know. Basically, there was almost a fire in the flat. Anyway. <laughs> He's exaggerating. It was fine. Anyway. Uh, it was fine. Anyway. But, but you know what I mean when I say yeah, that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I forgot what I was saying now. It was something to do with uh, BLM and black owned businesses. No, I was going to say something else. I completely forgot. What uh, I, I mean, you, we were talking about. No, the example I was going to give, and I've completely forgot what it was. Uh, so, what was your next point after that then? Uh, I don't think I have any more at this point. I mean, I've got one or two points I want to address, but I was going to give you the floor to just say what your concerns were. Yeah, no, go on, you, you do yours. If they come up, I'll bring them up later. Ah, cool. I mean, I, I will say one of the things that very much interests me, I'm not, I, I wouldn't even say this is a concern, it's just a very interesting behavioural pattern among people on the right. And I think you understand what I mean when I say this. When when we when when they talk about when when they basically when people talk about you know racism and they talk about BLM, they like to use all lives matter. Now he, here's the thing: the premise of it, you and I, in theory, can both agree to it, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. the premise of it is simple. Here's the problem, though: with a lot of black people and the way they feel about it, it just feels patronizing. Do you get what I mean? It's like you can say to me. Oh, all lives matter. No, you're saying if I it's like a teacher saying, "Oh, we'll tell the kid off he's being misbehaving," but not actually doing it. You know, I'll give you a better analogy than that. I'll give you a better one than go that. On. The best way to describe it is this: Imagine if we go to a friend's house for Christmas dinner, right? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Imagine we go to dinner, and then everyone is getting served all the Christmas trimmings and everything, and then the turkey's getting carved. Are we, it, are we using an electric knife here? No, no, traditional carving knife. Oh, what, you can't afford an electric knife now, can you? It's my analogy, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know you're still in the dark ages, but still. Cheeky git. <laughs> you uh, remember, if you go from the 70s, they're dirt cheap. I know, I know, I know. Or just get a, or just get a chainsaw. There's such things tradition <laughs> at the end of the day. What? Tradition still exists. Yes, it's traditional to use a chainsaw. Go to no. Tex- no, if you go to Texas, it's traditional to use a chainsaw. Or a firework. <laughs> just, you know, just everything's bigger, in, everything's bigger in Texas. Just ram it up the arse and then boom. Literally. According to people in Texas, everything's bigger in Texas. Even dick size. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're an alien. Oh, yeah, so anyway, so imagine everyone's invited to Christmas dinner, right? Mm-hmm. 
and everyone gets turkey but you. That's just a scummy relative. Oh, there's more to this analogy. And instead of getting turkey, you get Brussels sprouts. And you go up to everyone... To be you- fair, well, if you like Brussels sprouts, that's not really a punishment. Come on, Brussels sprouts. Like, how many people really like Brussels sprouts? Do you like cabbage? I'm not the biggest fan of cabbage. Nor am I, but it's, a small, it's basically a small cabbage. But let's be honest, how many people do you really know that goes, I love Brussels sprouts? Who's their head? What? Somebody who's known for farting? Even then, I'm... Like, how many do you really know that, like, will eat Brussels sprouts just for... Just because? Do you know what I mean? I think for some people it's worse than coal. Exactly. I know, I take that back. I take that back. There's much more worse things than Brussels sprouts and coal. Yeah. Fucking Tower Christmas special. But um, Or in some cases, the Doctor Who Christmas special. Only if Jodie Whittaker is the Doctor. We'll go into that another time, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so like I said, so as I said, you're, you're carving a turkey, everyone gets a turkey but you, and instead of getting turkey, you get Brussels sprouts. You go up to the person and you say to them, Look, my, uh, where's my food? And I'm like, what do you mean? I just gave you food. No, no, no. Everyone else got turkey but me. Do I not matter to you? Everybody matters. That's why we invited you. If that's the case, where's my fucking food then? And instead of giving you turkey, they give you br- more Brussels sprouts. Do you understand what I mean? I just want to call the Oliver, the Oliver, um, the Oliver paradox. You're not really asking, please, sir, may I have some more? You're asking, please, sir, can I have the same? You are going to ask please, sir, may I have some more? Because they're just going to give you more sprouts. You are technically just saying, please, sir, can I have some more? But you understand what I mean when I give you the analogy? It's It's kind of like that. It's like, the problem is, when you talk about racism with people on the right... Please, sir, can I please have more of these fart balls? Please have more of these balls, they're going to make me fart really hard. <laughs> or can I have some more of these fart pellets? <laughs> or please, or please. Here, here's the thing: Do Brussels sprouts actually digest? Because I just, I do wonder if there are. I, 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 I don't think they do. I think it's literally like you have a few Brussels sprouts, and within like thirty minutes, you're taking a shit. So, so, so basically, you can just get ready to go. So basically, you're basically, so you basically can just be a really big child and just go. Kaboom! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no, who are we kidding? We're both fucking childish. Just be honest about that. But it's fun. It is fun, yeah. But, but you understand what I mean, so right? So Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, what's a, you know No, but, but you understand you know what... what but you, yeah, but you, you know what's a good... You know what makes a... I know, sorry, I'm going to sound really... You know what makes a really good fart? Go on. Fried onions. That does make a good fart. So, so funny, because the thing is, it's... But the, way, the only thing is, I only found this out from a friend. Okay. He had the problem where it didn't digest properly, so he didn't know which one it was. No. Whether it was a shit or a fart. And uh, let's just say we were out. We thought it was a fart. And it looked, he basically ended up having to walk, he ended up having to come home looking like he filled an apple. Oh. Interesting. Then when he sat down, he completely forgot that he had it, so it spread. 
Literally just sort of when, 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 when you said spread, I mean, you mean like in his boxes or what? Yeah, his boxes. So, like, you know, you, so yeah. you know, like you're on a roller, you use a roller. Yeah. It literally just went all the way around. He needs to get new underwear. Holy shit. <laughs> I apologize for anybody who grossed out with that, but it was genuinely funny. For anyone listening right now, listen to the story, please puke now. <laughs> <laughs> There are hotlines that can help with that. Yeah, but but anyway, I mean, you yeah, understand. But you understand. No, I just thought it was funny. Not sure, but you understand what I mean when I when we talk about it. It's like when you talk to people on the right about racism, I just feel like they throw around all eyes mad, just as like a buzz as a buzz saying. You know what I'm saying? Buzzword is a. I don't want to use the term buzzword because it's not a buzzword. It's a saying, not a buzzword. But do you get what I mean? Yeah. It's like they'll be like all lives matter and not address the issue at all. It's like for all the things we could say, we at least try to address what the other person is saying. They're not even trying to address it. It's like all lives matter, all lives matter, but they don't actually want to talk about or at least acknowledge what the other person is saying. Agreed. And that's kind of like, how do you expect to get your point across to someone if you're not even willing to hear what they have to say? And and that is a huge thing, and and this is why there's such like a divide between the left and the right. No, I think what's happened is the I think what's happened is the dialogue's broken down. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I say about the Trump rally being ostracised. Yeah. So I mean, but just Carfo, you're talking about when he first came to. Yeah, this was I think in prison for like four days. Now. You're talking about the one you went to when he was just visiting, like, the first time around, right? Yeah. No. This, this is before Big Balloon or after Big no, Balloon? No, this was Big Balloon. This was... Oh, it was Big Balloon, yeah? All right, cool. No. no, no go right, on. At this yeah. point, he was present for four days. I am not defending anything... I'm not defending everything Trump did. Okay. But at the same... I would have... If, if Hillary Clinton had come over, though I despised a woman, I still would have given her the time of day to do her job. Okay. You know, and then wait for her to do something stupid, because, you know, was, you know, respect for office and all that. Yeah. And I went down and I said, look, he's literally just walked off the plane. I'm not defending his past, but should you at least give him the chance to try and do his job and then when he does something stupid, then get mad? And I mean, if they waited three days, they would have got what they wanted with the Queen anyway, it would have been valid. I mean, I'm going to say this to the wrestling fans listening right now. How funny was it the fact that the first time he ever announced he was running for office, he came down and escalated to Hulk Hogan's Real American. That's funny. Like I'm just, I, I'm just like, 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 literally, that's funny. Like, he, he literally came down and went full pro wrestling. And now, any, don't you know, like, even after he did that, any time he would walk into him, he's like, I'm going to build a wall. Who's going to pay for it? Put his hand over his ear and go, and the audience will go, the Mexicans. And it's just like, he just made it a thing. I'm just saying that. Like, 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 again, I don't support it. It was absolutely no, wrong. No. But well, even I can uh, admit, no, fuck it, I was a showman. It's hilarious. As a result, yeah. I got called every name under the sun. Yeah. And I've had to pay the police call. And this wasn't reported on, on the day we off to no end. Just to clarify, what did you actually say? I, said, I just went to a few people and I said, look, I'm trying to have a conversation. I'm not the type to go in and cause problems. I'm there to have a conversation. Yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm asking, what did I you said, specifically look, say? I said, look, Trump's literally just come off the plane. Okay. I'm not defending his past, but he's only been present at this point for four days. 
you don't want to wait for him to at least do something so you've at least got a valid reason? Like, so there is a, I mean, the the argument that could be then be made is what about his candidacy? If I could it, say the same thing about Hillary Clinton. True. I could say the same thing about Hillary Clinton. We could say the same thing about Bill Clinton. Yeah, but at the same time, that, that's also... A, do you understand what I mean when I said that could consider a deflection technique? The fact of the matter is... When you, it's a difference between looking at someone's pregnancy and their candidacy. The, said, the, the, his candidacy was very controversial. We cannot lie about that. I'm not, but like I said, respect. Like, for like you, you, like we can respect the office and understand to an extent. But at the same time, I do understand where people are coming from. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, one hundred percent. I'm not saying I don't. What I'm saying is that um... I get you want him to be able to do his job. He just got it. On the other hand, though, his candidacy was so controversial, people are going to have opinions on it. People can have opinions, but what I'm saying is, if he did something wrong, do it then. Like, if he does something wrong, have your um, have your moment to go mad then. When he walked, all he did at that point was walk off the plane. All he done, all he done at that point is literally walk off the plane and everybody was going mad. It'd be like Boris Johnson going to Washington and everybody going mental at him. I mean, no, but the gripes they had, I mean, the, gri- the gripes her was somewhat I'm not legitimate. Defi- but you can hate you whether you like. If they don't like him, that's their problem. No, no, no. No, no, but I, I get what you mean because he just got the job. The issue is the the things that they actually, what their gripes were about, some of them, I'm not saying all of them, some of them were valid. Some of them were like, okay. The, fi- the, the, the things he literally said about immigration and Mexicans. When it came down to Muslims or transgenders in a minute. No, no, the, the amount of executive orders he did that quickly, you have to admit that is kind of odd. I'm not arguing that. What I'm saying is he was over here. He hadn't done anything. No, 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 no. no. I, I can't say he didn't do nothing. I understand what you're saying where you say flat out he just got the job. But you have to admit, even for a guy who got the job, he did a lot in a few days. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying that he should have been allowed to try and do his job. And if he did, he did the thing with the Queen, that in, my, that in my head would have been when it was valid. The only other thing I want to bring up on the Trump thing, but I, as a result, I got ostracised. Not ostracised, but I ended up being put in a police squad for seven and a half hours with about 12, with about okay. 12 members of the EDL. Now, I have no affiliation, nothing whatsoever to do with the EDL whatsoever. They just happened to be there. Yeah. And the only, the only thing I really did was just there was a few people. There was a few females. They were just stopped at being hit with crap. Okay. Just call it chivalry. I don't know if they were ideal or not. I was just trying to be a nice person. Okay. But so so what, were you were you in a, a were, were you in a police car like what's no, up police cordon police cordon outside the Silver Cross. Okay. Yeah. And uh, this was all I had was Antifa screaming at us, shouting Nazi scum, our fast tweets, Nazi scum, our fast tweets. That's all we had for seven and a half hours. Now. I want to say one thing on the side of, on the side of police here. So they put me in there, and you know why I'm like with instructions. Okay, yeah. They have to be specific. Yeah. Because of the whole autism thing, I, if somebody says go over there, that that's not specific enough for me. Yeah. So I said to him, um, "Look, could you just tell me where where you want? I'll do whatever you want. Please just be specific with your instructions." And they told me speak to this policeman. Who was uh, one of the people in the court? One of the people who was around the court. Okay. Which, our props to them, they were genuinely quite nice about it, and they understood, which I, which I will give them credit for. Right. Because they were. The thing I mean, was, that, that's good. I mean, we're walking. Down, I mean, this was the point where we were walking down to White to Westminster Station. Yeah. 
and we're being pelted with shit and you've got one you've got a few of them screaming shit out i don't understand at all what's going on so for me to have somebody i could just ask to say can you, can you clarify please okay i think just credit them yeah that's and i'm saying that from an autistic perspective not say no, sure. no, I know what you mean. Political perspective. I'm just saying from a, from, it was genuinely appreciated on a massive level. Yeah. Um, but the second thing I want to bring up as well, the whole Trump thing, which is on side, well, we're not on him. What did he came over for a Remembrance Day? Yeah. Now, again, you can hate as much as you like, that's your choice. But this wasn't their choice. This was the veterans' choice. If the veterans said, we don't want him here, Go mad. Yeah. You should have gone, you could go mad. That was your permission to do whatever you want. Um, but if the veteran said, we, we want him here, my response is, shut the fuck up and go home. I mean, I mean but no, before we do, I mean, I, I think we have to give one clarification to what you just said. This was the, what, I forget if it's the 75th or the 80th. No, no, no. No, no, no it's 75th or 80th. No, 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 no. It, It's not that. It's the fact no, where... No, I'm just trying to remember. No, no. Remember. The thing is, it doesn't matter who the US president is. They've always been invited to Remembrance Day. That's yes. number one. But number two, when it comes down to the veterans, I mean, let's be honest, there's a lot of veterans. We can't just sit there and just assume that every single one was okay with it. We no, don't, no, no, no. We, I'm not we, saying... we don't know. You know what I mean? No, I know. But We're I'm assuming. Saying, no, I'm saying, I would just, let's, say the, let's say the Royal British Legion came out and said that. Let's say the, British, let's say the Royal British Legion... Very well known for being in charge of... Not uh, the one that looks after the veterans, yeah? Yeah. They're just for those of you who don't know, they're the people who have collection plates around uh, yeah. around November for the veterans. And they are... And so on. And on a side note with that, they uh, started taking cards, which is quite nice. Oh, nice. I was in... Um, I, was in huh. I was in Embankment. In, in the cash on me, so I was able oh, to... Oh, nice, to, yeah. They... Um, I think the underground let them use their Wi-Fi so they can use yeah. the uh, thing, which I think is quite nice. Yeah. But um, if they came out and said, "Look, we've spoken to a few, we've spoken to quite a few veterans. They don't want him here. That's fine. I will take that." Yeah, you know, I think they're a good enough authority on the veterans to be able to speak, not speak for them, but at least say what they want. He, they, yeah, if, but here's the problem. Like, my response is: we don't know. If that is the case or not. No, we like, didn't at the time. But what no, I'm saying no, no, is... No, no, All we have is tradition, which is the American president comes over for Remembrance Day. Agreed. But That's this, all but we've got. Yeah, but what We I'm don't saying. actually know, in general, if agreed. the veterans were for or against. No, agreed, agreed. No one That's checked. the problem. Agreed. Nobody checked. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it's not up to the left to sit there and say, we don't like him, fuck the veterans. I understand that. If the veteran said no, that's your permission to go nuts. If you don't hear anything, or haven't said anything, just shut the fuck up and go home. It's not your argument. It's for D-Day. It's not like Trump was coming over to speak to Boris. It wasn't for anything else. It was for Remembrance Day. It's a completely different kettle of fish. It was for a completely different reason. It was not political. No, no. I understand your point. I mean, it's political, but it's not... Yeah. You know what I mean. No, no. It's not political, it is political. I understand, but I think this has to be said, because since we're putting everything on the table here. Yes. The one thing that has to be said is, on the premise of him being the US president, coming to Britain, and serving like what every other president has done since, uh, since the Second World War, 
fair play. Like, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Or you should have been allowed to just do that. No, no, exactly. No, no problem. If they said yeah. afterwards, if they said after you've done this, go, fine. Okay. That, 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 that they is, should have let him do that regardless. That is interesting, Bobby. I'm going to say this now, right? The gripe that people had, despite what we just said, like right here. Yes. What you're talking about was very specific in his role for Remembrance Day as the US president, he's honouring the US troops during that period. And the British. And the British as well. We'll make that very clear so there's no misunderstanding. Put that to the side. The people's gripes were not with that. I don't care. No, 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 no. Look, I, I know what you mean, but we, ha- no, but we have to put everything on the table. I agree. I just don't care. No, no, but... That's up to you. But the fact is... We, we have to consider the fact that people's gripes were not so much with the fact that he was the off, the office of the US president. Because clearly they had the respect for Obama. They clearly had the respect for Bill Clinton, even though he is a philanderer. Yeah, let, let, we'll be blunt about that. George no, Bush... I know. Yeah, I yeah. Know. Bill Clinton is a philanderer. George Bush was a war criminal. Yeah. Barack Obama was like the one who kind of was semi sane, but you know it is what it is. So they were all okay that Trump is. It kind of. No, 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 no. Let me finish. What I'm trying. What I'm trying to say is, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going through the history of U.S. presidents. No, I get it. no, but what I'm trying to say is, people's gripes with Donald Trump were more based on what he has said and what he had done within that period, and for a U.S. president. What I'm trying to say is, even for your, like, the amount of executive orders he put through, and some of them were like, holy oh, well, like, shit. The Biden, what about the, the amount Biden put through as well? I think Trump put in more during his like first six, like, first 30 days. Okay. Okay, Google. I think. How many executive orders If, if I'm Biden wrong, put? I'm wrong, but I think he has. How many? Okay, hold on. Okay, Google. Volume 8. How many? Okay, Google. How many executive orders did Boris? Uh, how many executive orders did Trump put through on his first day? On his first thirty days, you've got to be specific. Sorry, sorry, I don't understand. Okay, Google. How many executive orders did Trump put through in his first thirty days? Sorry, I didn't understand. Give me a second. I'll look it up. Come, on, I'll look it up. I mean, let me try. Uh, hey, Google. How many executive orders? Did Joe Biden put through in his Sorry, first 30 days? I don't understand. No, go on. Continue. I'll look it up. Cool. From, uh, from what I understand, I think Donald Trump put in more during, at the time, in question. It was what he said in his campaign as well as when he became president. That was people's gripe, regardless of how you feel about it. Again, I don't deny the hypocrisy of it where you say, okay, you don't, you want to say that about him, but you'll have like the, it's not just that. Like, 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 you'll have that, that, that the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, you'll have Robert Mugabe. I understand all those points. But what I'm getting for it, what I'm getting for I acknowledge the hypocrisy, no, but at the same time, what? that I, I'm not saying that's what I think or what you think. I'm just putting what's on the table. Oh no! What I'm getting, and we have to. No, no. I'm just saying. From what I'm yeah. getting from this is he's here. To, he's here for the veterans. If 
you're going to have a go to for coming here to see the veterans. My response to that is, right, what I'm getting from that is, fuck the veterans. And I'm not saying that. That's the message. These people died, sorry, these people fought and died for their right to do, for their right to have a voice. Again. They deserve the recognition. I don't care who's there for it. I, no, I, I'm understanding, I'm hearing you loud and clear. All I'm doing, I'm just putting, like I say, um, well, we, we always said we'll just call it for what it is. Again, I'm going to say this one more time so there's mis- no misunderstanding. Yeah, he, yeah. he is there on Remembrance Day in his role as US President, which every other president since Second World War have had to follow. That's what he's there to but do. he's not there for political reasons, but he's not well, there for... Yeah, but, but at the same time, I'm just presenting what people's gripes were. I'm not saying I agree or Fine. disagree. I'm just putting it on there because it's only fair that we do. I get that. Here we go. How, how many executive uh, would orders? A, would you call it an executive action? No, I, I think executive orders. Here we go. Executive order. How many executive orders did Trump put through compared to Biden? I'm generally curious. In the first 30 days. That's a lot here. So we're talking presidential. It's presidential. Hold on a minute. There... In the first thirty days, no, how no, many no, executive no. orders? Okay, here we go. Twenty seventeen. So I'm going to go from. I'm going to go through January. Okay. Okay, this is interesting. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. Let me see. All right. That's it. In January, there's only seven. So for Donald Trump, there was like seven executive orders in January. All right. So, in general, so I, I will do two things. First of all, first 30 days and the first 60 for both presidents. Okay. So, so how many did Joe so, Biden do in the first 30 days? Let me do Trump first, then I'll go to Biden. Because it's, uh, obviously, easier, it's we'll, easier to have to go back and try and find we'll the page. With Biden as well. Like we've got, we've, yeah, so seven... Yeah, yeah, I'll do Biden in a second. I just read this page. Sure. So, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Is that for the first 30 days? No, 60 days. It, Seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, you put three in one day. Okay. Right. Right. Sorry, guys. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. 12, 13, 14, 15, 15. Okay. In two months. Uh, and how many did Joe Biden put through? I'm generally curious. Yeah. So fifteen. So 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 seven yeah. for thirty days, fifteen for yes. sixty days. Yes. Okay. First sorry about that. Um sorry about this. Um just keep yourself going for a bit while I uh Sure. You know, have a drink or something just while I'm finding this. I mean, literally right now, I've I i do not think I've ever seen this determined to try and find something. Like literally you're just literally oh, exp- Yeah, like you're literally just like how many did Biden get? Boom, boom, boom. No, I'm curious. Yeah, like, I generally want to know too. I mean, with Alexa, I would, I would ask the question, but I'm like, I don't think we get it. I'll try it one time just to see. If you want to try Alexa, feel free. Uh, well, so what, what, what's the saying for this? Which one? Uh, the Amazon one. Say Alexa. Uh, Alexa, uh, how many executive orders did Joe Biden put through in the first 60 
Hold on. Alexa, volume up, volume eight. Sorry, ask again. Uh, Alexa, how many executive orders did Joe Biden put through within the first 60 days? This might answer your question. Joe Biden signed 46 executive orders. Alexa, uh, how, volume down. No, no, put it up. No, no, it's... Uh, quick question. Uh, Alexa, how many did Donald Trump... How many executive orders did Donald Trump put through in the first 60 days? This might answer your question. Donald Trump signed 220 executive orders. I was only going for Kavidia. So, 46 to 212. I'm looking in the wrong part of Wikipedia. I apologise. No... That that's a lot of executive orders, even for any president. Okay, hold on, mate. Forty-six in the first sixty days yeah. for Joe Biden compared to two hundred twelve for Donald Trump. Alexa, how many executive orders did Donald Trump put through in the first thirty days? This might answer your question. Donald Trump signed two hundred and twenty executive orders. That's a lot for a president. Okay, you okay, Google. Alexa, how, how many executive orders? I take that as a compliment, but I'm your Google assistant. This might answer your question. Let me know how I can help by connecting to <laughs> the It's carnage, people, once Sorry. again. Alexa, how many executive orders did Joe Biden put through in his first 30 days? Sorry, I'm not sure. You ask it. Uh, uh, Alexa, how many executive orders did Joe Biden put through in the first 30 days? This might answer your question. Joe Biden signed 46 executive orders. Do you see what I mean? That is a lot. Like you said, the fact that Donald Trump said 212, though, that's a lot. But in fairness, though, all of the ones that Biden did were to reverse what Trump did. But the fact that Donald Trump had to sign that many is says a lot. The fact that you feel the need to even reverse it like, forget your political allegiance. Just for a president to do that, that no, says a lot. No, that's true. I'll give you that. That, that says a lot. It does. And that's the problem. Joe Biden literally had to reverse so many things. And even then, you're still reversing over 200 executive orders. That's insane. Like, even Bill Clinton didn't even do that as president. That tells you, even even George Bush didn't do that. It, Robert Nixon didn't even do that, and he sent his troops to war in Vietnam. That tells you all you need Don't to... Don't you mean Richard Nixon? No, Richard Nixon, yeah. You said Robert Nixon. My apologies, yeah. Richard Nixon. Dead, 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 dead. Yeah, Richard The man Nixon. who put people on the moon. Allegedly, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. At least we think. Oh, sorry about that. So I went to Speaker's Corner. Okay, yeah. Back when you can actually do things. Okay. And you know how those mentalists that turn around and go, "Oh, the Earth is flat." Uh, I'll. Can I ask you a question before so, before you say this? What you're about to say to me? Do you believe the Earth is flat? I never asked you the questions. So I'm going to ask you now. Do you? you? No, I think it's not. round. Obviously, I think it's round. I don't think it's flat. Do you? So, do, do, do you so, no, so, I think it's round. So I. So we went. Yeah. To, so I but, just, but just to clarify, what 
what are you basing it on? I'll tell you what I'm basing it on. Footage from the ISS. Same thing. What I'm basing it on the footage of the well, ISS the Mus- and well, NASA. Did you hear about the Muslim one? The ISIS. But um, shh. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I how honestly thought you were going to make a joke about blowing up the planet. That's what I thought you were going to do. Well, if they ever have the chance. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, but then I, but then to be fair, though, if it was operated by Sharia law, we all know who would blow it up. I don't, no, I, I don't think Israel have the ability to send rockets into space. To be fair, though, I didn't think you would harass the Palestinians for eight years, but yet here you are. That's letting Yahoo for you. It's not letting Yahoo. They, they were doing this before letting Yahoo. Let's be real. No about use for the last eight years. Eighty years. Sorry, I'm sorry. Eighty um, years. So yeah, I was saying. So yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was saying. So I, I went up. To, I went up to them and showed them a little bit of footage. I just showed them a picture from the ISS. I just showed them a video from the ISS. Okay. Yeah. I said, well, yeah. In what way is that? That's all real. Show them how that's wrong. Okay. And their response was, "Oh, it's CGI." That's very. Interesting. I, I mean, when it they says... Think, they, think it's all behind us. they think it's all a hoax. So, so they think somebody, like, did, like, some sort of staging in front of, like, what looks like the moon and just... Basically. Wow. Yeah. They're all mentalists. Anyway. I mean, we'll, we'll wrap this up very quickly. Is there anything oh, else no, I, about I, the... Yeah, like... I'm having a wrap it up for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I know, right? Yeah. Um, no, I think we're there. I mean, we'll come back to this at a later date, obviously. At some point, we will have to, won't we? Yeah. So, and so, that, so and nothing before, else you want to say? Before we go, do we have a uh, do we have a sponsor? Not today. No, I think I think the next episode we probably will have a sponsor. Yes. And on that terrible disappointment, today's time to end. There you go. I'm the Samadhi John. I have been your autistic guy. Um, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever. I'm and m- share it around by yeah. all means. Like, just, if you think someone will like it, send yeah. it to us. And if you have ideas, stuff for us Send to it about. in. We're up for anything. Literally anything at all. Aside from anal. Of course. I, no, no, I'm all for anal. What are you talking about? Not with you. Well, to be fair, I don't really know what we look like. Be fair, there's always the missionary. Look, you, you lazy, like, like, you're very, you simpleton, <laughs> you sexual simpleton. Of course. Anyway, but of course, I, I joke, obviously. Anyway, he's, I'm, jo- I'm joking, obviously. Obviously, I know he's that autistic guy. I'm a Somali giant, and whatever you do, please don't die. No, really, please don't. We need the listeners. We absolutely do. God damn it. Sadly, we do. But until then... You know what? One of, one of these days, maybe, just maybe, I'll steal off some listeners from Crisis. Eh? I don't get it. Remember what you told me before? Oh, I see. Maybe one of these days, for all those people with Crisis who are like, I need a reason to live. Here's a thought. If you live and you listen to us, we still have a reason to do this, damn it. Anyway, cheer about. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of non-stop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.